single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The brain, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another day, to another edition of the starting lineup here on ESPN Radio 98.9, the game. We're back here on the air. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you here today as always here on this Thursday, throwback Thursday, thirsty Thursday, whatever you want this Thursday to be. We're here to help you out and it's also a state tournament day. As well, up in Champaign, you bet we can uh, get you set for what's happening already. Uh, so just before we got on the air, it's halftime of the first game of the day there at the State Farm Center. Tuscola going to be coming up here shortly. We'll hit up on that game, and we'll hit up on the 2.30 game that involves the uh, shoes as they were sent off this morning to uh, Champaign. We'll talk about their game coming up here in a little bit. And we'll hit up on uh, some uh, volleyball uh, postseason that happened last night as well. Uh, we'll hit up on uh, some NFL news and uh, notes. Eric wasn't here yesterday to talk about uh, Lamar Jackson or anything like that. And we have some new updates on Aaron Rodgers, possibly from uh, Diane Rossini uh, there we can hit up on. We'll also hit up on uh, the NBA. It was supposed to be Kevin Durant's uh, home debut last night. Didn't happen as he got hurt in a warm-ups, but uh, we'll hit up on that, and uh, we'll see what happened in the World Baseball Classic yesterday or late last night, early this morning, as uh, Team Japan already off to a, a good start, led by, of course, the star of the show, Lars Newbar. Ah, I saw what you did there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I guess they also have some guy named Shoyo Tani. Uh, too, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what uh, Team Japan did and uh, check in on that. And it's also, uh, I didn't even realize this until uh, yesterday uh, that the fifth major is on golf this weekend. Yes, the Players Championship there at TPC Sawgrass, of course, with the legendary Island Green there at uh, 17. So we'll check up on how that. Uh, tournament is uh, doing as well and of course it's March Madness season so uh, we'll hit up on uh, some college basketball as well so uh, that's all uh, coming up here on uh, the uh, starting lineup appreciate you for joining us however you are uh, doing so and a uh, starting lineup of course would not be possible without McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas Earth Computer Repair and uh, Topless State Bank. We appreciate them for coming along and we appreciate you 
out there coming along as well. All right, we got a lot of things to uh, get to here on the table for your Thursday, so uh, let's hit it up and let's go. Let's get it started, and we're starting off with First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we are indeed uh, starting in uh, college basketball as uh, all the major tournaments are underway, including the uh, Big Ten tournament there at the United Center. Got underway uh, yesterday evening and uh, last night, and we already had uh, one upset, but uh, this one wasn't the upset. It was uh, Ohio State over Wisconsin, 65-57. to uh, 57. And Ohio State had been playing uh, well, so, I mean, what was it? It was technically the 13 over the 12, mm-hmm. but... Uh, the way that Ohio State's been playing, they haven't really been. They've been playing better than Wisconsin. So, uh, but they ended up picking up the win uh, there uh, by a decent margin. Uh, there they kick off the uh, Big Ten uh, tournament there. Uh, then uh, also we had an I consider an upset as it was a Minnesota. 14 over the 11, beating Nebraska by three points last night. And so Minnesota gets it done over the Cornhuskers, 78 to 75. Only Minnesota's ninth win this season, and they only had won two regular season games this whole Big Ten schedule. But uh, they end up starting the Big Ten tournament, starting off with a win. Upset. You said it, Travis. Um, No one saw this one coming. Like, I say, who did Minnesota beat in the Big Ten this year? They beat Rutgers not too long ago uh, by a single point. I think that was like a buzzer beater. And then uh, earlier on in the season, they beat Ohio State uh, by three. And earlier in the season, they lost to Nebraska 81-79. Brackets was, busting already. That's their only meeting. I know. Uh, I have this. Uh, bracket filled out in front of me that I told you about yesterday on the show uh, and I already got one wrong mm. one red mark but I think if everyone was filling out a Big Ten tournament bracket uh, they would mark that one red uh, there as well so yep. I'm not the only one that would miss that no. game so uh, the Big Ten tournament underway with the uh, first round and the uh, second round going uh, hot and heavy uh, today as uh well, we're on the air, and uh, so is the Big Ten tournament as it's off and running as uh, Rutgers and uh, Michigan are getting ready to uh, tip off if they haven't tipped off already. And uh, after Rutgers and uh, Michigan get done playing, it's Ohio State and Iowa following that game. And then at approximately uh, 5.30, I guess this would be the second uh, session, so it probably wouldn't be approximate. But 5.30, a tip-off, and uh, 4.30 will begin the uh, pregame show right here on a 98.9, the uh, game. It's a seventh seed, Illinois, of Fighting Illini, taking on the uh, 10 seed, uh, Penn State. Of course, you know the story. Penn State has uh, beaten the Illini already uh, twice this season. And we'll see if the third time is the charm for the Illini. At least you hope here at the United Center later today. I was gonna say you can hope it is. That's you. You hope that you know you got all the losses out of the way early in the season when they didn't matter, and now can turn around, get it ready, and uh, get the win. Someone please guard Jalen Pickett, please. Yeah. 
Uh, Career-high 41 points the last time he faced uh, Illinois, including five uh, three-pointers. He did do a lot of damage in the first half, but another player that had a career-high against the Illini uh, this year. So uh, we got to play a better defense. Uh, Penn State is a good shooting team, so uh, we got to play better defense than uh, the uh, last time uh, there. And uh, they shot 46% from deep in matchups uh, this season and of course I remind you that uh, the two losses the first loss to Penn State came after that Texas win in a Madison Square Garden and that was just an embarrassing loss 74 mm-hmm. to 59 and then the last game when Jalen Pickett went off uh, Penn State put up 93 points on this defense and they won 93 to 81 so uh, that should be a, a big motivational factor for uh, the Illini today to hey Hold this team and don't let them shoot uh, the three ball. And um, got to be a little bit more consistent on the offensive end for the Illini, which is easier said than done, obviously. Yeah, the Illini uh, defense, Travis, has just been so hot and cold this year. Mm-hmm. It really has. One week it looks great. The next week it looks like it's an absolute mess. Yeah, but I feel like, this is kind of uh, cautiously optimistic with uh, everyone kind of expecting uh, the Illini to kind of turn it on and, um, you know, not really say the first two matchups were a fluke, but uh, for Illinois to play better uh, in this one, I feel like that's kind of what people are expecting. But, I mean, we're not taking them lightly because they've beaten us twice already right. this season and been pretty impressive in doing so. But I feel like we're cautiously optimistic, and it's not like if we do drop this game that uh, they're completely out of the tournament. Obviously, if they win a game, I don't know how much it would improve the stock by just by one game, and we would probably have to make uh, a run like I predicted to the championship. Uh, yesterday mm-hmm. to possibly improve the seed, but even then, I don't know if we could get off that eight nine line, or how far we could even move up, even if we make a run all the way to a Sunday. But uh, you can't make a run to Sunday if you can't win the first one. So uh, you got to get it done tonight against the Nittany Lions, and that's something that hasn't been done uh, this season. Uh, and yesterday, I think it was that uh, the Big Ten announced some. Uh, Big Ten all-conference teams, and uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. made uh, the uh, first team, and Matthew Meyer was selected as a third teamer there on the list for all Big Ten. Well-deserved. Congratulations. And, uh, of course, you know, Illini fans, we have to uh, bring up uh, somebody getting the shaft as on the defensive end. Uh, Zach Eady easily uh, gets it on the team, and I'm not saying that he's not deserving, but uh, Coleman Hawkins left off a list, which, you know, Illini fans got to be uh, upset about something. And Coleman Hawkins not on the list was uh, probably a thing that was brought up yesterday. Yeah. But you, you always have to be. Yeah. And You're maybe, an Illini fan, Travis, so I, I put you in there. <laughs> I, I didn't one. say I didn't say I did, but uh, other people had, had a problem with him being off, held off the list there. And I feel also feel like if we lose again to uh, Penn State, they just have our number, and uh, it might uh, make us angry going into the uh, uh, big tournament 
coming up, depending on where that falls mm-hmm. on a selection Sunday. And uh, then the following of the uh, Illini-Penn State game, it's going to be closing out the night in Minnesota against Maryland there. And then, of course, the winner of that Rutgers-Michigan game will get Purdue. The winner of Ohio State and Iowa will get Michigan State. And Illinois and Penn State winner will take on Northwestern. And the winner of Maryland and Minnesota would take on Indiana tomorrow in the quarterfinals. And, of course, if the Illini are playing there, you can bet we'll have coverage for you right here on 98.9 The Game. So yep. uh, tune in later tonight at 5.30 will be the tip-off as I saw Brian Barnard there in Chicago last night, and he was taking in some of the games uh, with Ohio State and Nebraska, and uh, he'll have all the coverage for you right here on the Illinois Fighting Illini Network later on this evening. And we'll also coming up later in the show, we'll take a look at the rest of college basketball that happened a yesterday including one coach hanging up the whistle tiring the suit and the uh, tie maybe not how he wanted to or maybe not his decision but uh, we'll hit up on that coming up a, a little bit later but coming up next we'll take a look at uh, Tuscola and uh, Tatopoulos in uh, the uh, state tournament in uh, Champaign and we'll also take a look at those volleyball postseason that happened last night as well coming up here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. And Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar February 6, 2019. Nothing worked before. Left there and never smoked again. Amazing. Easy, affordable, and guaranteed. A year later, with my wife Michelle, attended Mark Patrick's weight loss seminar. She lost 18 pounds, and I lost 43 in eight weeks. It's true. He smoked two packs a day, and nothing worked until Mark Patrick hypnosis. Now we're losing weight together, eating healthy, full on half the food, Crazy. Enjoying exercising? Who would have believed Mark Patrick hypnosis really works? It's amazing. I can breathe again, my blood pressure went down, and I've got so much energy. So much energy. And look great. Stop smoking. Lose weight now without cravings, irritability, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Join Mark Patrick Hypnosis Seminar and lose the weight, stop smoking, and feel great for only $49.99 guaranteed. Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. 
Weight Loss Seminar, 5.30 p.m. Registration at 5. Stop Smoking Seminar, 8 p.m. Learn more at markpatrickseminars.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan a tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. Jeez, <laughs> it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. <laughs> Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, the starting lineup. It is disrespectful to have the softball national championship at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What is that? On 98.9 The Game. Hey, welcome back in to the uh, starter lineup. 98.9. We're here live in the 98.9 at Jack FM Studios. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. Let's take a look at some 8th grade volleyball regional semifinals that happened last night in Class 2A Hudsonville Regional semifinals. It was Paris Crestwood over Oblong in two sets, 25-18 and 25-14. The other semifinal was Hudsonville over Albion Edwards County in three sets. Albion actually won the first set 25-13, but Hudsonville comes back in the second set 25-17, and then a third and decisive set 25-21, competitive third set there. So Hudsonville on to the regional championship in St. Elmo. The semifinals, Stu Straws over Cowden Herrick at 25-10, 25-6 in two sets. And the other semifinal is Central a&M over South Central 25-21 and a 25-13. So Stu Straws and Central A&M on to the 
uh, regional championship there in eighth grade of yep. volleyball. And uh, that was it from uh, last night's uh, scores. Uh, c- coming up uh, tonight in eighth grade, we got uh, the Class 1A Sigel St. Michael Regional Championship. It's Sigel St. Michael against uh, Grayville. Uh, that uh, Paris, Crestwood, and Hudsonville Regional Championship tonight, and also Stu Straws and Central A&M Championship in St. Elmo tonight. In uh, Class 3A, Sullivan Regional Championship, Arthur versus Shelbyville, and a Casey Regional Championship, it's Topless versus a Casey there in uh, 3A. And it's also a championship uh, tournament today there in uh, Champaign at the State Farm Center today. And our two uh, local area, local-ish area representation there. Uh, Tuscola, they will be uh, against the Scales Mound coming up here at approximately 1145. Uh, They are in the uh, fourth quarter of the uh, game, uh, first game of the day there. And it looks like Waterloo, Gabal Catholic, is uh, winning a big over uh, Bloomington uh, Cornerstone Christian Academy, 56 to a 33, with about uh, less than six minutes to go now in the uh, fourth quarter there at the State Farm Center. So it looks like the winner of uh, Tuscola and uh, Scales Mound will take on Gabal uh, Catholic there in uh, the. Uh, championship on uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like Bloomington will have to play later on uh, tonight unless a uh, miracle come back in. It's even worse now, 62-44 after yeah. I refresh the page yeah. there. So it looks like uh, Bloomington will slide into the uh, third-place game later on this evening. So uh, Tuscola and uh, Scales Mound going to be matching up here uh, very shortly. We wish Tuscola the best. You know, We Absolutely. talked about Scales Mound, 71 enrollment. It's a tiny, tiny school. They could fit everyone from the school could be at that game. And I hope they are. I hope school is canceled today and that everyone from that school is there. I know. I know. Tuscola, they called off school for today. Tetopolis is out today. But I love here on this IHSA website of the state uh, finals team Uh information. Uh, Their enrollment for Scales Pound is 70 and a half. See? Yeah. But 71, 70 and a half. <laughs> Either or, however you want to slice it. How do you have half? It. It's an, it, it, <laughs> 70 and a half, come on. 70 and a half, Travis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's not the first uh, time we've seen that. Yes. You know, we right. talk about enrollment more so when we talk football yep. in the fall. But, uh, yeah, 70 and a half, that's a tiny, tiny school. <laughs> yeah, it And really I hope is. the whole school, like I said, is there. 32 and a five, the Hornets are. Uh, this season, and it looks like they have a nice collection of uh, upperclassmen too. Uh, they have a few uh, underclassmen there, but mostly filled with uh, juniors and uh, uh, seniors uh, there. And uh, they got there by uh, defeating Orangeville in the Stockton Regional, also Warren Sterling Newman Catholic in the Regional Championship, 57-53. In uh, the uh, Eastland Sectional, they beat South uh, Bellet. And a Fulton in the sectional championship and in the super sectional up in DeKalb, uh, they defeated Chicago Marshall 60-56. to 56. So mm-hmm. it looks like they are winning, but uh, except for that uh, opening round game against Orangeville in the regional, it looks like all of them have been pretty close. Pretty so, close games, yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, Tuscola battle-tested as well with that four-overtime game Correct. against Altima and then uh, easily winning on uh, Monday against uh, Meridian uh, there to advance this game. So. Yep. 
be uh, looking out for you there in uh, uh, Champaign for Tuscola. Yep. And then uh, following uh, that game, uh, I think they'll take a little bit of a break, but uh, Totopolis will be the first game of 2A as uh, they're taking on Chicago DePaul College Prep at a 2-30 uh, this afternoon there. And, uh, of course, uh, Chicago DePaul. Uh, the Paul College Prep, uh, they got here last year in the state tournament, and they ended up finishing in a third place last year. And uh, this year, they're 21 and 12 on uh, the uh, season, and they have an enrollment of 518, according to IHSA. That's uh, about a little over, almost 200 students uh, more than T Town. They have 325 mm-hmm. in enrollment for the 28 and seven. Uh, shoes. I was going to ask you, and if you don't have pulled up, that's fine. What's Tuscola's enrollment? Mm, Tuscola's enrollment? When you're comparing the 70 that they're facing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, I can pull it up here. Uh, t- 290 and a half. So there's, there's a very good chance that <laughs> Tuscola's senior class is bigger than the entire enrollment. Yeah. There's a good chance. Okay. All right. Just <laughs> wanted, wanted to point that out. Yeah. Wanted to make those numbers be heard for the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. 290 and a half even still 290 to 70 yeah or 291 to 71 210 more kids 220 yeah (laughs) that's it's a big difference insane yeah so but hey that doesn't mean that you're better on the basketball court no that's why they play the game right that's right and uh so uh the uh loser of that one between tuscola scales mound will slide into the third place game later on uh, tonight at uh, seven o'clock and uh, the winner will advance to the championship game which looks like it'll be a jabal catholic there as they've gotten some notoriety there leaving there uh i think this was the team that got on sports center and scott van pelt uh gave him a shout out with that a game-winning three uh, that they had to send him here to uh, Champaign. So it mm. uh, looks like they'll be going to the state title game there at 11 a.m. on a Saturday. And then uh, Totopolis and uh, DePaul College Prep, uh, they'll either face uh, Taylor Ridge, uh, Rock Ridge, or Bloomington Central Catholic. And uh, the loser of that Totopolis, uh, DePaul College Prep, will slide into the third-place game later on tonight, 845 late night there for them and then the winner would advance to the championship at 12:45. so there you go it's topless and a tuscola there at the uh, state tournament we'll tell you about uh the final scores and we'll see if uh we have uh, seasons coming to a close because they were in the third place game or if they march on to the championship i'm gonna be in champagne on saturday are you maybe i'll have to hit up a I game have to go check it out no i'm going shopping oh i have to be the chauffeur Mm. That's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, who knows? You know, maybe if Tuscola and T Town are are in the championship, who knows? Travis might make an appearance ah. uh, there. You never know. You have more experience with the State Farm Center than I do, so I do just a just a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Don't take any cash. Ah. All cashless concessions. Did not there. know that. Yep. I've been to the State Farm Center one time. Mm-hmm. One time. One time. That's it. I say I've been there once just last week. There you go. See, you're ahead so, of the game. There you go. Ahead of the game. <laughs> so uh, we'll definitely be but looking out luck, for yes. those scores for sure. Good luck to uh, the Warriors and uh, the shoes are for sure. All right, uh, we'll step away and uh, we'll return uh, talking about uh, the NFL uh, from yesterday and uh, the uh, latest on Aaron Rodgers uh, coming up as well here on the Star Lineup. 
the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. At Rule King, we continue to lower our prices, like 40-pound bags of classic blend birdseed now on sale for just $10.99. And perfect for cold weather lunches and dinners, family-sized bags of Bear Creek soup mixes are only $2.99 apiece. Finally, save your floors from seasonal slush and mud and save two bucks on heavy-duty doormats now just $12.99. Stock up at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store budget-friendly and perfect for your backyard or patio. In addition to heating and air conditioning, Stefan Heating is now offering customized outdoor kitchens, fire pits, and fireplaces. Stefan's is also proud to offer a new line of gas grills. No need to go out of town when you can stay local and customize your very own backyard paradise at Stefan Heating and Air Conditioning on North Route 45 in Effingham or online at stephanheating.com. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight guaranteed. Only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings like day eating, binges, boredom eating, and stress eating. For locations near you, go to markpatrickseminars.com. Also, stop smoking with Mark Patrick Seminars. No matter how many times you've tried to quit, this hypnosis is designed to destroy your desire to smoke without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Join the over half a million others who have attended. That's right. Weight Loss Seminar, Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Weight Loss Seminar, 5.30 p.m. Registration at 5 p.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 8 p.m. Registration at 7.30 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... The starting lineup. Caught. It's going to be caught in for a touchdown. No. On 98.9 The Game. No. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Blues will try to break out of a cold stretch when they host San Jose Sharks at Enterprise Center tonight. Loser coming off a 6-2 loss to the Coyotes on Tuesday. Feet with St. Louis's eighth in its last nine games. They are sixth place in the Central Division with 59 points and a 27-31-5 record. The Bulls used a strong second half to beat the Nuggets 117-96 at Ball Arena. Chicago outscored Denver 66-44 after trailing by one at the halftime. Chicago led by as many as 24 points in the victory. Zach Levine poured in 29 points to lead the Bulls as Vucevich chipped in 25 points and 15 boards. Chicago is 11th place in the Eastern Conference at 30 and 36. They visit Houston on Saturday. The Blackhawks lost to the Detroit Red Wings 4-3 in a back-and-forth battle at Little Caesars Arena. The loss now has Chicago in last place in the Central Division with 49 points and a 22-37-5 record. The Blackhawks visit the Panthers 
tomorrow. The White Sox gave up 11 runs in the first two innings of their 14-5 loss to the Kansas City Royals in spring training yesterday. Dylan Cease allowed all 11 runs in just two-thirds of an inning, having re-entered the game in the second after being pulled in the first. The Southsiders dropped to 6-5 and five in exhibition play. They go up against Team Columbia today. And the Cubs took down Team Canada 11-7 in spring training baseball yesterday. Cody Bellinger went two for three with a home run and two RBIs during the victory. Tucker Barnhart also went yard. Jameson Tyon starts for the Cubs against the Reds this afternoon. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Frow over there with the Sports Center hits. Just a couple of things to have the Sports Center. First of uh-huh. all, Travis, your Blues can thank the fact that they are in the same division as the Blackhawks. Otherwise, they'd probably be in last place. <laughs> yes. So you're welcome for that. Uh-huh. Second of all, we've already just proven now that the Chicago Cubs are better than the entire country of Canada when it comes to yeah, baseball. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I think you should insert the Cubs into the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, what I'm getting at. <laughs> I think that the Giants, I know that they were beating up on Team USA pretty early, but uh, I want to say the Giants beat Team USA as well. <laughs> and I love how the White Sox gave up 11 runs. They pulled their pitcher and then said, no, go back out there. It couldn't be that bad, could it? <laughs> yeah. He gives up 11 runs in two innings. Yeah. Dylan Cease, who's supposed to be a big signing for them, right? Yeah, you're supposed to be a big yeah. contributor, yeah. 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 Southsiders, not looking so good. Mm. Yeah. No. Mm. There you go. Also, I saw, and we may talk more about this on, uh, I saw this on ESPN, Travis, that uh, Lonzo set for another knee surgery. His third. I did, yeah. His third surgery. I. You got to cut him. Mm. You got to cut him if you're Chicago. Wow. Yeah, I mean, maybe I that mean, might be the reality. If he does get back, he's not going to be yeah. the, the player you signed. He's not going to be the player you want. Mm-hmm. You this this core, this nucleus is built to win now, and and you can't see those decisions on Levine and DeRozan, who's set free agent after this year. You have to decide if you're going to rebuild and wait for Alonzo, or if you're going to try and win next year. Right, because it's not this year. No. I mean, I guess the Giants only beat Team USA five to one. That's not bad. Yeah, I thought it was a That's lot. That's a grand worse. slam. <laughs> yeah, also, I thought it was the first Bellinger bomb of the spring. So ah, big signing, hard. MVP coming back. Get ready, <laughs> come back. Forty-four for home Bellinger. runs. Who knows with a uh, with Wrigley Field how yeah. that works? Yeah, I'm going forty-four. Um, all right, so uh, the uh, NFL uh, from yesterday. I already get my take uh, for uh, Lamar Jackson uh, from yesterday. Uh, but Eric, what do you think about uh, Jackson getting the uh, non-exclusive tag and the Ravens kind of kicking the can again? I I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Like. It's kind of it reminds me a lot Travis of a marriage staying together for the kids. Kind of. And it's like you're just delaying the inevitable. Like well we just once, right. once we just want to get the kids through college and then we'll it's like or in this case maybe not a marriage but a relationship. Right. Oh, we're we're, we're not broken up but we're taking a break. We're taking a break. Yeah, and then right, maybe you might reference. go <laughs> you might go go off and See, date other people, or try to find. Yeah, but see don't what's get out mad there. if they date other people. Right, exactly. We were on a break. <laughs> exactly. This I didn't this, even intend to do that. There but you go. But you I did. did. It worked perfectly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this this just reminds me of two people staying together because it's their best option right now. Like, I'm sure that Lamar could get a decent return for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. 
but the Ravens don't want to do that. Yeah. Because they would have already tried to do it. Mm-hmm. Especially in a quarterback desperate league. Right. And especially as we've talked about, this year's free agent class, best ones have already signed people. Mm-hmm. Like who's still left out there? Right. Baker Mayfield? Yeah. What are you getting out of him? He just went through three teams in a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what are you expecting out of him? So, yeah. to me, I I think that this is just delaying the inevitable. I don't know if, if again, Lamar has to sign it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to sign it. Yeah. I think he'll hold out. Yeah, he might. I think he'll hold out. And he will not sign that franchise tag, and he'll I think he'll keep talking to them. Mm-hmm. But I I think this is over. Yeah. And yeah. I heard on ESPN, and I hate hate hearing stuff on ESPN and then bringing it up on our show, especially when I just heard it on ESPN. What's up? The 49ers. Mm-hmm. If I'm the 49ers, I'm trying to see if I can get Lamar Jackson. I know no. they have tons of quarterback. Yeah, hold on. That 49er team is built to win. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I know that the, the Mr. Irrelevant played incredible in the in the role he did last year. I don't know if he can sustain it a whole year when teams have a whole year to scout him and get ready for him. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe in Trey Lance. There has been nothing to show me that he is the guy to lead this team. Right. Go get Lamar. This offense is set up for Lamar. He could easily step in there and, and run it. Mm-hmm. And if you're mm. the Ravens, build around Trey Lance. Hmm. Well, I don't think that they would get it with like a trade. I think that um, you know the whole agreement was that if uh, Lamar signs with uh, another team that they would get two first-round draft picks in return gotcha. for him signing uh, somewhere else. But, um, you know, I, I, don't, I know that you may not think that Trey Lance is the answer, but it's kind of like some other teams in the same boat. I don't want to say the Bears with Justin Fields, but you got to see with what you got. You already have too much time invested in uh, Trey Lance and the, the organization, so you got to see what you got in him. That's the problem. He's been injured too much. Justin Fields hasn't been injured. True. Trey Lance has not done an entire year in his career in college or pro at a NFL level. Right. To me, with that offense that they have, with a Christian McCaffrey and guys like that, your window is shutting. Mm -hmm. It's not opening. Yeah. It's shutting. Yeah, you saw how Christian McCaffrey came on the team and just totally flipped it. Yeah. And they were so much better. Yeah. But how many more years are you going to get out of him? He's an injury-prone guy as well. yeah. So, to me, I'm saying we got to do this now. We have to win now. Next year is the year. I was bringing the argument that Lamar's injury-prone too, so. He is. I'm not saying he's not. But what I've seen on the NFL field, I would much rather take Lamar Jackson than Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would agree. If you're talking about next year and strictly next year, it's easy for me. Now, if you want to talk five years, 
Sure. But when do you want to win? Yeah. Because, again, Trey Lance has not proven he can win. No. He hasn't really proven anything. Yeah. So the the talk of these people saying, you know, no, Trey Lance is the guy you got to build around and give him the opportunity. He's had it. And he didn't get he he didn't get it done. He got injured. Like mm-hmm. maybe he needs longer of a of a time to prove it. No. Not not for me. I again, I don't think the 49ers should have selected him where they selected him in the first place in the draft. Right. Because again, he just North Dakota State for two years, that's not good oh, enough yeah. for a third-round pick. Yeah, oh, definitely. In his career, tra- Travis, his career, 102 pass attempts, 56 yep. completions, five touchdowns, and three interceptions. Mm-hmm. In his career. Yeah. It sounds like he hasn't had uh, enough time to. Uh, Eight games. Eight games, yeah. That's Eight games nothing. over two years. That tells me not healthy. That tells me not staying on the field. Well, Eight games, think, he started four of them, and he's two and two. Right. Yeah, I think those – I can't remember exactly the situation where they came in and filled in uh, for Garoppolo, and then they were going to turn to him this season, and then he got hurt again. I'm not exactly sure how that situation is. But, again, eight games, if you're the 49ers, that's not enough of a sample size to say this guy ain't got it uh, for us. So – Week four in twenty twenty one against the Seahawks, he saw his first significant playing time when he, right, he really, kind of yep, like came was in with Garoppolo. Nine of eighteen for one hundred and fifty seven yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Four Niners lost. <laughs> Following week against the Cardinals, fifteen of twenty nine for one hundred ninety two yards, threw his first interception, and lost. He announced he suffered a sprained knee in that game. So mm-hmm. what was it? Two full games and were injured. Yeah. Made him unavailable for week seven, so Nate Sudfeld had to replace him. Nate Sudfeld. What a name. (laughs) Mm. But uh, I don't think that's what the 49ers would want to do, bring in another quarterback. Come on now. Uh, But there's someone that could be possibly going to New York. Hold on. Last argument I'm going to make on this, Travis. Are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. His only full game of the season last year. Do you remember it? Was it against the Bears? It was in a loss to the Bears. Mm. They had three wins on the season. Mm. One of them was against Trey Lance in the only game he played the whole year. Mm. Rest my case. (laughs) Case closed. 19 to 10. (laughs) You could put 10 points on the Bears defense. That wasn't that good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fair. Was that before McCaffrey, though? I believe so, because I think it was the second week of the year. Yeah, so there you go. It was before McCaffrey. You can't judge him on that. He didn't get to play with McCaffrey, Travis. I know. He wasn't, he wasn't healthy. Because he got hurt. It's not his fault. San Francisco, if you want to win the Super Bowl next year, get Lamar Jackson. Mm. The Trey Lance uh, experience is over. Over. It's over. Over, he says. Well, something maybe just be beginning in New York as uh, Diana Rossini uh, reported this morning that the Jets are becoming more confident in their chances of landing uh, Rodgers. They're increasing optimism following their meeting this week with the Packers QB. Of course, uh, a whole lot of Jets got on a jet 
and went to mm-hmm. California to meet with him. And I guess the, the meeting went well, and uh, the GM or the owner, Woody Johnson, came out and left the meeting excited and satisfied about the potential match, according to Rossini. So uh, this is not the first time that we've seen a Green Bay quarterback sign yeah. with the uh, Jets or go with the Jets. Traded to the Jets. Traded to the Jets, yeah. yeah. And so it looks like now the Jets are optimistic that they could be laying in Aaron Rodgers. Rinse and repeat, Travis. I know. A a veteran quarterback who's disgruntled because the team picked a younger quarterback with a high first or a low first round pick. Yep. And they want out. So where are they going? The JETS. <laughs> the it's Jets. like the same script. Yeah. Now if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, Travis, mm-hmm. and wins a Super Bowl somehow. I would love to watch the Packers fan make an argument of who the better quarterback is. Because at that point, him and Brett Favre would have the same amount of Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Only one would be with the Jets. Yeah. And he could say that he did what Brett Favre couldn't do. Brett Favre only has one ring, though. But he went to two. He went to two, Aaron Rodgers only been to one. Yeah. So he doesn't even need to win. He just needs to lead the just Jets. Just about how good Brett Favre was with the Jets and yeah. what he was like 3,000 yards. Yep. And he had yep. 22 touchdowns, but he also had 22 interceptions yeah. as well. It wasn't great. What was it? But two that's year? who Brett Favre was. Two years? One or two years? It was there. one year. One year. And then he went to the Vikings. Yep. Kirk Cousins, I'm getting my bags Look packed. Out. I'm getting my bags packed. You never know. Yeah, if you Especially follow with the, the way they path. collapsed last year. Yeah. If you follow the career trajectory the, if you follow the of the script, Packers QB, you follow the script, yes, Travis, and that's all. That's what it's all about. The NFL scripted, and so you gotta follow the script. And at this script. point, what does Aaron Rodgers really need? If he if he was to look for a team, what does he need? He needs a good running game and some really good receivers. And what do the Vikings have? A pretty good run game and some pretty good receivers. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good tight end too. <laughs> I just I would love if it is exactly the same. As Brett Favre. Yeah. Because it would show me that Aaron Rodgers is scared to step out on his own. (laughs) That he will constantly be in the shadow of Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah. I guess in some ways he always is. Hey, at least if Aaron Rodgers gets in trouble in New York, you know, he's single. So it's better (laughs) than Brett Favre being married. Uh, Yes, that's true (laughs) with uh, that fiasco. Uh, there, so hopefully he doesn't follow it too closely, and then eventually, uh, Brett Favre, uh, you know, sues yeah, yes, sues his best friend yeah. Pat McAfee. What's yeah. that all about? And scam the money, yeah, yeah. and all that. With well, <laughs> that and now situation. think about this, Travis. Since Brett Favre sued Pat McAfee, who hasn't been on the Pat McAfee show? That's true. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been on there. <laughs> he hasn't true. been on there since since Brett Favre announced he was suing Pat. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense, Travis. The pieces are all coming together. Ever since he came out of the darkness, he hasn't been on Pat's show either. So, I don't know. Maybe He's taking career advice from Brett Favre. That's what we're we're finding out. And that's not always the the best thing. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He is. He he did some things that weren't great. Yeah, a lot of of touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns. A lot of picks. A lot of interceptions. A lot of picks. Uh, a lot of injuries. Gunslinger. Uh, uh, if I'm the Saints, yeah. I'm also on the lookout. You know, Bounty Gate could come back if Aaron Rodgers uh, goes to the Vikings. Yeah, that's true. We're just going to uh, re- – We. what if we are in a, a time loop, Travis, and we don't even realize it, and we will just keep this loop? Well, what if the writers for the NFL are just 
getting tired of creating new storylines <laughs> and just rehashing old stuff. Keep doing that. Keep doing it. Yeah. Remakes of it's, stuff. It's been just five like Hollywood. years. Viewers forget after yeah, five years, right? Exactly. Just right? rehash old storylines. Yeah. Yeah. We we know a little bit about that. Oh, just uh, a don't few we? things. Yeah, just a few <laughs> things. Hey, we'll talk about that in the pod, by the way. What what we're implying. Oh, okay. Yes. And so uh we'll get to that, but uh we gotta come back for our last segment and let's talk some NBA and we'll try to squeeze in some college basketball, but definitely uh, some NBA basketball coming at you to close out the star lineup. From the ninety eight nine the game studios, the starting lineup will be right back. <laughs> If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select sleek XPS laptops and more powered by 12th gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup trophy. Tigers enter at 4-5, and five, while the Gamecocks are 5-4. and four. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with the sickness as he's dealing with an illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup on 98.9 and the game. I thought that right was a there. good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was I I definitely wrote that down to uh, save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9, the game.
Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on a 98.9 The Game. Only here on 98.9, which say a little bit longer. Coming up, we got uh, Tuscola about getting ready to uh, tip it off there with uh, Scales Mound in the uh, state tournament. And uh, the uh, winner will go to advance to take on Gabal Catholic in the uh, uh, state championship game on Saturday because they won 70-46 to over Bloomington uh, there. So uh, decisive win yep. in the first game of the day there at the State Farm Center. Action only at beginning. And then uh, coming up, we got uh, T T-Town and uh, DePaul College Prep at a 2 uh, 30. But let's close it out, uh, taking a look at uh, the NBA uh, from uh, last night in uh, the association. Uh, let's take a look here. We have uh, the uh, Hawks. They took down the Wizards, 122 to 120. Celtics all over the uh, Blazers, 115 to uh, 93. Cavs over the Heat, 104 to 100. Pelicans 113 over the Mavs 106. We had the Bulls in the, as Eric mentioned in the sports on our hit, that uh, Zach Levine 29 points helps the Bulls against the Nuggets 117 to uh, 96. Jokic two assists shy of a triple double, mm -hmm. 18 points, 12 rebounds, but only eight assists. And the two games that are making the headlines today. Was that the uh, Suns? They beat the Thunder 132 to 101, and a Devin Booker goes off for 44. But this was supposed to be the home debut of Kevin Durant in a Suns uniform against one of his former teams, the Thunder. But Durant, as you've probably seen in warmups, uh, took off and uh, slipped a little bit and twisted his ankle and uh, was uh, ruled out of the game. So, haven't heard much more about it, but. Uh, he and it was, was out of last MRI. night's game. Yeah, yep. he's out of last night's game. So just a freak accident there in warm-ups, going for a layup and rolls his ankle. Injury problem. <laughs> he, he is. Uh, some snake came up and bit him last yep. time and uh, ended up getting him out of the game. And uh, the Clippers, uh, they beat the Raptors 108 to uh, 100 as uh, Kawhi goes off for a 24, but – uh, that's not what's making the headlines is that Fred Van Fleet gets thrown out of the game a couple of technicals and he goes off on the particular official that uh, threw him out and uh, gave him some technicals so uh, I'm sure he'll get fined uh, for his post-game yep. uh, press conference and I'd play some of the clips but it's very heavily not for work language yes. so. and uh, he's basically also said I don't care I'll pay the fine <laughs> Yeah, he did say that to start it off. I don't care. Yeah. So Which I don't mind. Yeah. Fred Van Fleet Travis, by the way. Mm-hmm. Product of Rockford, Illinois. Really? Yes. Hmm. So hey. He's gonna speak with that Midwest Rockford tongue. <laughs> yeah. If he feels wronged. Yeah, he certainly felt wronged and let him know about it in the press conference uh, last night for sure. Uh, games going on uh, this evening at the Hornets up against the uh, Pistons, Rockets against the uh, Pacers, uh, Jazz against the Magic, Warriors going up against the uh, Grizzlies, Nets and the Bucks and the Knicks out in Sacramento take on the Kings. And the two games on TNT are the Warriors, Grizzlies and the Knicks and Kings. And the uh, Warriors, Grizzlies, they've gotten into it in the past. And uh, Draymond saying stuff about uh, Brooks 
So no love lost between these two teams uh, matching up in Memphis tonight. Yeah, no love Bad lost. Bad blood. Yep. For sure. Uh, by the way, Fred Van Fleet went to Auburn High School up in Rockford. Then he, don't forget he went to Wichita State. I do remember Wichita, the Shockers. So 100% a Midwestern kid. Like <laughs> yeah. a hardworking, you know, he had offers to play in Chicago at some AAU stuff, and he turned it down to stay with his local AAU school. And, like, his mm. dad during his recruiting process said he was being overlooked by Chicago schools, so he didn't want to go there and, you know, stuff like that. So, He's a Midwestern, hardworking, who's going to tell it like it is. Yeah, got a chip on his shoulder as well. It sounds, sounds like, like, and so. he's an NBA champ, so I think he, he can do what he wants. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, so uh, that's what's going on in uh, the NBA uh, tonight. Got more rings than a two-time MVP in Jokic, just saying. That's that's true, but no one's going to argue who's the better player. Well, but I'm just saying a title's a title. <laughs> It's true. It's true. All right. This is the guy who Dan Marino is not an all-time quarterback because he never won a Super Bowl. I know. Yeah. He's not a true Hall of Famer. That's right. Not a very good quarterback. (laughs) Didn't win the big one. (laughs) For sure not. All right. So uh, we do have a little bit of time to uh, squeeze in college basketball, but I'm not going to run through uh, everything. I just want to get to that in the uh, pod of okay. all the uh, Power Five yeah. uh, conferences. Also, we got a World Baseball Classic uh, update. Uh, what happened yep. uh, last night and early this morning, and also the uh, Golf World with the fifth major, the Players Championship, is mm-hmm. off and running there at TPC uh, Sawgrass this weekend. And uh, of course, we uh, will be listening in to the game tonight. Here on a 98.9 with Illinois in a Penn State. Yep. So uh, 5.30 will be the tip-off. 4.30 will be again the broadcast. And also coming up in the pod, we'll talk a little uh, sports entertainment uh, mm-hmm. and, and some of the news coming out from there. And I want to get Travis's thought on that. We'll talk about two college coaches um, as well. And uh, well, we'll s- oh, we'll talk scripting in NASCAR, Travis. Now NASCAR is scripted? Uh, according to a leaked document that someone saw. Now, it's uh, I'll explain more in the pod, but it is absolutely hilarious, and it is a great job by a certain racetrack, and I'll explain it all coming up in the podcast. Mm, all coming up in the pod, so looking forward to uh, that. And so uh, we will talk to you uh, tomorrow, and we'll recap those games uh, at a State. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry, so enjoy. We'll talk to you more on the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. Still got some stuff to uh, clean up. We got stuff to uh, clean up from college basketball. Some of the Power Five uh, tournaments underway uh, yesterday. And uh, we talked a lot about the Big Ten, but haven't touched on any other tournaments. And we'll also hit up on the World Baseball Classic, uh, Golf, the Players' Championship, 
this weekend. We got some uh, sports and entertainment news. We got the uh, NASCAR script yep. leaked. Yep. As college coaches. Hashtag NASCAR rigged. Yes. And we'll get to the college coaches as well. Yep. yep. So. Uh, anything that you wanted to hit up on yeah. SportsCenter first? Uh, the Colts are expected to improve their offensive line during the offseason. According to the Draft Network, Indianapolis is scheduled to host uh, Ohio State offensive tackle Dewan Jones for a top 30 visit ahead of the draft. Jones was the heaviest player at the NFL Combine, listed at six foot eight, three seventy four. Colts have the fourth overall pick in the 2023 draft. Travis, are they going to do it again? Are the Colts not going to get a quarterback and get an offensive lineman? Mm, man, I don't know. Because they don't have another top 30 pick. That's their only top 30 pick. Yeah. Like, I understand you have to interview at, you know people in case you make trades and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if they are not getting a quarterback, if they draft an offensive lineman with the first, you know, with their first pick and they stay at four. Yeah. Mm. What absolute idiot is running the Colts? I know. That would be not good. If that's the case, get ready for Baker Mayfield and Indy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. not good. Um, by the way, going back to that Kevin Durant, he'll undergo further tests to determine severity of the injury. He was seen leaving the area in, arena in a walking boot. So mm. not promising there. No. Uh, John Morant's not going to face any charges in Colorado over what happened. He is going to be out for at least four more games. So there's that. Wow. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans will be without one of their star players a while longer as the team announced that Zion Williamson is going to miss at least the next two weeks. He continues to recover from a strained right hamstring. Has not played since January 2nd. Travis, I was on his side. They were you a were. two seed at one point. I apologize to him. Zion, I'm back to hating you. Yeah. You are a bust. Yep. Just when you thought it was going good for Zion. Yep. It doesn't. In a what story of the day for you? Former NBA All-Star Sean Kemp being investigated this. for his possible involvement in a drive-by shooting. Police responded <laughs> to reports of shots fired at a Washington State mall where two groups of people were allegedly involved in an altercation. The groups got into two separate vehicles when one of the drivers fired several rounds at the other. Officers believe that Kemp was either the one who fired the gun or was in the vehicle when the shots were fired. The former Sox player was booked into a Pierce County jail on Wednesday afternoon. Police continue to investigate. Sean Kemp, what are you, like 45 years old? What are you doing getting into drive-by shootings in Washington? Yeah. Like he became a a supersonic and he never left. He's Mm. still wanting to know when the Sonics are coming back to town. Yeah. He wants his jersey retired, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Sean Kemp, get a life. Get out of Washington. Uh, You're 45. Man. I don't even know if he's 45. Travis, can you look up how old Sean Kemp is? Sure. Would you mind looking that up? I don't want to disparage him by calling him 45, and he's not. But he'd almost have to be. He'd have to be at least, at least, I got the age of him. 43 is what I'm going to say. Sean Kemp is 43 years old, is is my guess. Ooh, a lot older. Really? Mm -hmm. What is he? He's 53. Oh, man. All right. You're a 50-year-old man. What are you doing getting involved in drive-by shootings in Washington? Not even Seattle. Hmm. Man. Tacoma. In Tacoma, Travis. 53 years old. That's awful. The Arizona Cardinals are parting away with a veteran playmaker. The team announced that it has released wide receiver 
Chosen Austin uh, Anderson, who used to be known as Robbie Anderson, found yep. his 10 games with the franchise. The move will save the Cardinals $12 million in cap space. Uh, he was acquired in a trade from the Carolina Panthers. 29-year-old is just shy of 5,000 receiving yards with 29 touchdowns during his seven-year career with the Jets, Panthers, and Cardinals. Travis, that is a who's who of winners right there that he's been a part of. Yep, I know. Chosen Robin A. Robbie yes. Anderson. Yes, yes. Uh, UCLA is losing one of its top scorers for the rest of the season. ESPN reports that guard Jalen Clark will be sidelined for the rest of the year due to an Achilles injury. Clark was injured in the Bruins' regular season finale against Arizona, has been rolled out for the Pac-12 tournament by his head coach. Clark averaged 13 points and 6 rebounds for UCLA this season while being one of the team's top defenders. The guard was named the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year on Tuesday. It's a big loss for UCLA. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you're filling out your bracket. Remember that one. Yeah, I remember that. And finally, on the Sports Center front, Syracuse University men's basketball coach Jim Beheim is stepping down after 47 years. The legendary coach made 35 NCAA tournaments, five Final Fours, and won the 03 National Championship. Beheim won over 1,000 games at the Division I level, placing him second all time. Former Syracuse point guard and current assistant Aiden Autry now takes over the job. Yep. Travis, this felt like old yeller. And his press conference where he's like, well, it's not up to me if I retire. It's up to the school. Yeah. It's the school's decision. Like, it felt like he didn't want to say he was done, and the school didn't want to say he's done either. But it, it it felt like it was old yeller, and everyone was crying, and you're going to go out behind the barn. Spoiler alert. And Yeah, uh, really. Spoilers. And, and take care of business. Yeah. And it, to me, it's... He was kind of the last one. You know, when you talk about Roy Williams, you talk about Coach K, you talk about Jim Beheim. Mm-hmm. They they all were together, like, to, in my mind. The only one I think who's kind of left there, I would say Tom Izzo. Yeah. And on the girls' side, I'd say Gino Oriema. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, as far as, like, to me, big coaching legends that I remember Definitely. being big deals, that's really it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not a lot around anymore. I mean, is Larry Brown still coaching? He's been coaching since the <laughs> 70s. So, I mean, I guess Larry Brown, if he's still around. but yeah, I don't know about that. Bruce Pearl, he's not really a legend. He hasn't won much. He just has flashy suits. Yeah, and also, he's been involved in some things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so is Jim Beheim. let's be honest. Yeah. But I think I remember saying, Travis, on this show at some point this year, when is he going to retire, and how long is his kid still there? Because mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of the final thing holding him there. Yeah. Yep, but it looks like now oh. is time. And, I mean, yeah, I know he's a legendary coach, and his defense that he ran with his zone and whatnot, but he's become a pretty uh, a bleep hole at yep. his old age, and he's been kind of disrespectful. Uh, the last couple of years to people in the media, to student reporters and uh, everybody else. And yep. so I just think he's a grumpy old man that just needs to go away. Go away. I agree. And it kind of sounded like he wanted someone else to take over yep. for him, but the school decided el- elsewhere. So, yeah, it's, it, and I mean, I respect what he's done at the university because when he was a player for Syracuse, he was an assistant, and then he's been there for 47 years as the head coach. Yeah, but there comes a time where sometimes not leaving is a bad thing. Right, and just the way he's leaving. Yeah, 
He's not leaving under good terms. No, not at all. And the performance of Syracuse hasn't been awful, but it hasn't been great. I mean, no. they did make the tournament, you know, a couple of years ago. Made a Sweet 16 run a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, Mary, ever since that championship, they made some miracle runs and yeah. had some nice runs, but just. Well, to be fair, when you have someone of Carmelo Anthony come through the school and then leave, they really haven't had a marquee player since then. Yeah. Johnny Flynn. Oh, I forgot about Johnny Flynn. McNamara. Oh, yeah. And Buddy, Buddy Bayham. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. And it's also, the goat. it's also appropriate that Syracuse lost yesterday to one of the teams that he accused of buying uh, players yes. in NIL deals in Wake Forest as they ended his career 77-74 in the ACC tournament yesterday. Yep. Uh, not going so well for Wake Forest currently right now, as yeah. we're we're saying here with uh, Miami as they're off and running in the ACC tournament. But uh, Pitt beat Georgia Tech yesterday. In North Carolina they advanced on as they won against the BC 85-61. NC State won big over Virginia Tech 97. 77, and like I said, they're already off and running uh, there in the ACC. Uh, coming up here really shortly, uh, Pitt and Duke, North Carolina against Virginia later on tonight, and NC State advancing to take on a Clemson this evening as well. All right, from one coach who should who is hanging it up to another who should hang it up and go away, Patrick Ewing, uh, yeah. Travis, this guy. Great as a center yeah. for the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Great college player. Great college player at Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Horrible coach. <laughs> Not so good. In his six years at Georgetown, Travis. Yeah, I didn't even realize he was there for six, six years. Six years, yes. He is 75 and 109 overall, which isn't awful. It's 40%. It's not great, it's not but it's great. not awful. He's 28 and 81 in conference. Ooh. That's 25%. Yeah. They've never had a winning record in conference play with him as the coach. Wow. The best they got was they were 9-9 nine and nine his second year. <laughs> and that was They went to the NIT and lost in the first round that year. <laughs> they tied for third in the Big East that year with a 9-9 nine and nine record. Travis, after that, the best they finished is eighth. Now, they did make an NCAA tournament run because they won the conference tournament somehow. Don't know how, but back in 2020-2021... Uh, the year after COVID, they won the conference tournament and made the NCAA tournament and lost in the first round. Mm. So since then, Travis, they have uh, in conference gone drumroll two and thirty-seven. <laughs> Not good. That is awful. Yeah. And even since since that season, that season when they made the NCAA tournament, they were thirteen and thirteen overall, which is not. Great. It's just because no. they won the tournament yeah. that got them there. Uh, Since then, Travis, they have gone overall as a team thir- uh, 15 and 50. Wow. 15, 15 and 50. Yeah. If it's any other coach, they're gone already. Probably. But because of who it is, because it's Patrick Ewing, the greatest Georgetown player of all time, he is going to stay, I think. Mm-hmm. He's going to stay until he doesn't want to. 
Yeah. Hey, Patrick, you shouldn't want to. No. Should be done. You should be done, pal. Like, and again, Travis, you know, we said they haven't had a winning season in the Big East. This isn't the Big East of old. No. This is current day Big East. Yeah, no. No. This is a Big East of Butler, UConn, Creighton, DePaul, Marquette, Providence, St. John, Seton Hall, Villanova, and Xavier. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of firepower in that Big East yeah. since Jay Wright moved on. Mm-hmm. Villanova hasn't been the same. Butler had a year. UConn shows moments. But that's not a great conference. No. Marquette every once in a while will show up and play decent. Yeah, they're always ranked pretty high. But it's 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 not the Big East that had, you know, no. Vanderbilt or Cincinnati or Louisville or no. none of those schools. Like, yeah, no. It's definitely not what it used to be. No. It used to be I better. forgot it went away. Uh-huh. Like, it went away and, and you know, and kind of came back as a new Big East. And there was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Should have yeah. never came back. Should have never came back. Uh, well, maybe uh, Patrick Ewing shouldn't come back. No. As the head coach. No, he shouldn't. He should be out of here. But he, he might be. He probably will. Get out of here, Patrick Ewing. Get out of here. The big dog or whatever. Go it is. coach New York. Take over for Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> he's doing just fine now. Because he, he thought he was going to get fired. Yeah. He thought he was going to get fired. So he's like, ah, whatever. We'll just do whatever. Start I'm going to lose my job anyway. Yeah. And now they're a top four seed. Yeah. Doing a lot better. Yeah. Figure <laughs> that one out. Go figure. Uh, also, uh, yesterday, the Big 12 in the first round in West Virginia, they beat Texas Tech 78-62. And in Bedlam, Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma 57-49 in the opening round of the uh, Big 12. And uh, they're already off and running uh, today with Iowa State and uh, Baylor. And uh, West Virginia and uh, Kansas coming up shortly. But uh, Kansas is going to be without Coach Self as he's out due to an illness. So an assistant will do the uh, coaching for the uh, Jayhawks today. That's all we know, at least as of right now, uh, this recording, uh, that he's just going to be out for this game. And the university hasn't really gone into any details of what that illness is. Could be the flu, could be food poisoning, mm-hmm. could be anything. But uh, he's just not going to be coaching today for the Jayhawks. Also, later on, Oklahoma State, they advance to take on number seven, Texas, and a TCU there against Kansas State later on in the quarterfinals as well. Pac-12 championship or Pac-12 tournament yesterday, Colorado, they beat Washington. Washington State beat Cal 69-52. Stanford over Utah 73-62. And Arizona State over Oregon State 63 to uh, 57 there and uh, games coming up here in a little bit Colorado and number two UCLA in the quarterfinals out in Vegas Washington State against Oregon Stanford advances to take on Arizona and Arizona State advanced to take on USC late night tonight and the SEC had two games there Old Miss over South Carolina yesterday 67-61 and LSU over Georgia 72-67 
there. And that tournament is uh, going on in Nashville at the uh, Bridgestone Arena. They're already going with Mississippi State and uh, Florida. It's all uh, scrolling through Twitter, trying to find updates of that Tuscola game that someone put a big bet on Mississippi State to win the tournament, or the huh. Big Ten, or the SEC tournament. Uh, all right. Have a I'm pretty good $900,000 payout. I mean, that's a nice but, payout. Wish you the best of luck. <laughs> Good luck. You're doing all right currently right now against Florida as we're recording. Uh, Old Miss, they advanced to take on uh, Tennessee. Arkansas will score off against Auburn. And LSU will be going up against uh, Vanderbilt later on tonight. There And uh, they're already uh, well into the uh, second half at this point of Rutgers and uh, Michigan. Uh, going on right now at the United Center with Ohio State and Iowa on tap. Um, that's really the Power Five conferences that I that people care about. Uh, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, they punch their ticket to the big dance as their Southland Conference Tournament champions. They won 75-71 last night, so ticket punched there. Did have a another one. A Colgate beat Lafayette 79-61. So a Colgate is uh, Patriot League champions after I get through the corporate sponsor on that championship game. Mm-hmm. And I want to say there was another one punched down here. Yeah, the Big Sky. Montana State won over Northern Arizona 85-78. So Montana State out of the Big Sky yeah. are dancing. Uh, that is a big sky out there in Montana. Man, Northern Arizona is only 5-13 and 13 in the conference, but they advanced all the way to the tournament I keep saying you don't need to win the regular season, Travis. You just got to win a conference tournament. And then sometimes you don't even need to win your conference yeah. tournament and you get in. You win nine games in March, Travis, you will be the national champion. That's true. That's all I got to do. Yeah. That's all you got to do. It's that simple. That simple. Easier said than Easy done, though. Easy peasy. Easier said than done, though. But and if that were to happen and a team won nine games and won on to win the NCAA championship, I think we would include them on our least deserving national champions, which we will be doing a draft for tomorrow on this very podcast. On this very show. You like that? That's that's a transition. That's a, that is a wonderful that's, that's a, transition, that's a transition there. So that's a wipe. You know, March Madness is upon us. Yes. The Selection Sunday coming yes. up. So uh, we thought that we'd just bust out another snake draft yes. about and national champions. Yeah, national champions. Least deserving who won and most deserving who didn't. Mm-hmm. And one of those lists is a lot easier than the other. Yes, very much so. So that'll be an interesting snake draft yes. tomorrow yes. on the pod plus NASCAR pick em, Yes, uh, as well. Speaking of NASCAR, do you want to get into the, the NASCAR? Yeah. Okay. So. It's rigged. It's It's scripted. I'm going to show you. So, as we know, (laughs) Travis Chase Elliott is out with an injury. Yeah. Okay. Well, this came out from Charlotte, okay? And uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. What it is is just a piece of paper with the Charlotte Motor Speedway head Mm -hmm. on the top of it. And it says, Comeback of the century. Chase Elliott captures first Coca-Cola 600 victory. As Concord, North Carolina, May 28th, 2023. 
47 years after his family's first attempt to win the Coke 600, Chase Elliott turned a long-awaited dream into a reality on Sunday night at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Elliott, making his first start since Auto Club Speedway in February after sustaining a broken leg in March, looked no worse for the wear in the 64th running of NASCAR's longest test of man and machine. The second-generation star won the pole stages one and two and avoided a last-lap accident among the leaders Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain en route to scoring one of NASCAR crown jewel victory in his ninth try. Elliott's <laughs> win would be the first for his family following years of close calls by his father, Bill, in the 1980s and 1990s. Travis, I'm showing you the picture. Uh-huh. Does that not look official? Does that not look like what a Monday morning headline would be Yeah. for the recap of that race? Mm-hmm. So now, come back of the century. As we talked about, Chase Elliott out for multiple weeks, yep. eight to nine weeks, you run it back, you look at the timeline, <laughs> that will put you end of May. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> now there's a whole bunch of NASCAR fans saying, wait a minute, if this happens, we yeah. need to talk. Yeah, what's going on here? Because I personally think it's Charlotte Motor Speedway trying to sell tickets, and that's why they put this out there. But it was weird. It was sent out by Charlotte Motor Speedway's like official social media pages, huh. and so it's just it's odd. It is it's weird. an odd thing to put out, and it just makes you go, "Do they know something we don't?" Yeah. Do they? You know, I know they're again they're trying to sell tickets to their race, but it it just makes you go, "That's an intriguing story." His father never won that race. It was the only crown jewel his dad never won. Like, hmm. it, it, it's just a weird kind of feeling about wow. it. I saw a lot of NASCAR fans on social media just kind of being like, what exactly is this? Yeah. Like, what, what are we doing here? Right, right. So, <laughs> I- intriguing to say the least. Now, hmm. something else that's intriguing, Travis, and I just saw this. Before we get into, we're, we're going we're gonna to do another segue coming up. So, get ready. Get, get, on the, get on board with the segues. Okay. So I was scrolling through social media, and I saw that the Cubs have announced some of their um, ballpark celebration theme nights. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go through all of them, but I'm going to go through the ones that I thought you would find interesting. Okay? Okay. So Thursday, June 29th. Okay? Mm-hmm. It is I, – I, I'm, I'm just going to read what the, the thing says here. Get in gear for Chicago's first street race by partying at Wrigley Field Thursday, June 29th. Chicago street race festivities are coming to Wrigley Field Thursday before the weekend's first race. Go out to Wrigley Field. They'll be filled with high-acting NASCAR activities, music, and appearances from participating drivers. Most talked about, you'll get a special Wrigley Field NASCAR-themed bobblehead. Now you see the, the bobblehead there. The checkered flag. Yeah, with Clark, Clark the Bear. All right. So... Clark. I, I, I'll be honest, Travis. I may have to hit that one up. Okay. <laughs> but then coming uh, out Sunday, July 2nd, that same weekend, the Cubs are recognizing the 30th anniversary of Rookie of the Year. As nice. Henry Rowan Garter himself will bring the high stinky cheddar to throw out the first pitch before the Cubs take on the Guardians. And you get a Henry Rowan Garter bobblehead. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's nice, right? That is sweet. That, that, that's what I was like. I'm like, that's a, that's a good one. Oh, uh, yeah. Then we go to August 2nd, Travis. It's Star Wars night. I think every baseball team around this time does a Star Wars night. Well, this one has uh, Nico Horner as 
a Jedi. So you can get your nice. Jedi Nico Horner bobblehead. Nice. But Travis, you and me, uh huh. On Monday night, August twenty eighth, Cubs Monday. take on Milwaukee. Uh huh. It's a decent matchup. Here's what it says. What you gonna do when Clarkomania runs wild on you? On Monday, August 28th, we are stepping into the ring with the WWE to celebrate all things sports entertainment as the Cubs go one-on-one with the Brewers at Wrigley Field. Don't miss all the electrify don't miss one of the most electrifying rivalries in all of sports and the opportunity to meet a WWE superstar who will be on site to throw out the first pitch. There's also going to be WWE themed activities while the Cubs prepare to lay the smackdown. <laughs> most importantly, Travis, it will get you a Clark Hogan bobblehead. Clark Hogan, look at him. And as it says, special edition Clark Hogan bobblehead, brother. <laughs> brother. So, Travis, get ready. Monday, August 28th, you and me will be up in Wrigley Field to get our Clark Hogan bobbleheads. Clark Hogan. <laughs> and that what transitions greatly, do? Travis. Oh, man. Into the sport of entertainment. See, I'm just on I'm, I'm just <laughs> on the segue. You're on the segues today. Today, I got them, I got them going on. Yeah. So I wanted to get your opinion on this, Travis. Uh-huh. As World Wrestling Entertainment is reportedly in talks with state regulators to legalize betting on scripted wrestling matches. CNBC said Wednesday that WWE is talking to regulators in Michigan and Colorado and is working with the Ernest & Young accounting firm to make sure the results of each match don't leak to the public. The report says that wrestlers won't know the outcome of each match until hours beforehand. WWE is not commenting on the report. The Colorado Division of Gaming says, as of now, it is not considering allowing wagers on WWE matches. Mm-hmm. Travis, right? I want your opinion as the only other wrestling oh, fan man. I personally know. Yeah. I don't like this at all. I don't either. Uh, I, I don't like this at all. I mean, uh, we know how big the dirt sheets yes. of wrestling and wrestling media is and leaking stuff and whatnot and then that because they're money waged Mm -hmm. on these outcomes affecting uh how people yes just structure matches or just decide who wins and loses and let's be honest right now that overseas you can bet on wrestling there are books that for some of the big events that will have the ability to have entertainment on it. Right. And this is about, you know, how we think of entertainment as we know it mm-hmm. about all other real sports. But, you know, WWE and AEW, they have stuff with DraftKings. Yeah. But those are just kind of like uh, pick one or the other right. or a bunch those, of different questions. You answer them right. You get thrown into a pool. That, and that's, that's how pool you decide. stuff. Yeah. It's not strictly betting on a match. Right. Right. To me, this is an absolutely awful idea. Yeah. And whoever thought it was, like, I get, I see a little bit where they're coming from of how sports betting is getting so big in Mm -hmm. every state. Why not try and get a piece of that? Plus, it will get more people, you would think, to watch your product. Right. Because we've seen, you know, with, you know, people watch cricket from Australia because they can put a bet on it. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. and that's, you know, I, I mean, how many times have I jokingly found stuff to wager on that then we kind of go, oh, well, now I kind of have to watch that just to, you know, just to see, see. what happens, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we, we've talked in the past about, you know, how there's, you know, Korean baseball that people, you know, watch yeah. and, and bet on religiously. And, you know, it, 
I get it from that point of view. Mm-hmm. But you're not real. Right. I'm sorry. I'm hurting. I didn't say it to hurt your feelings, Travis. Ah, uh, but yeah. it's not real. Yeah. Because here's here's the thing that concerns me. What if you have someone in the company? Right. That is betting. Right. That even if they're not betting themselves, they see the lines. Mm-hmm. And then they put a bet in and then go, hey, do you think that's the right idea? What if we did this instead? Yeah. Exactly. And I'll share with you some of my winnings. Exactly. That's a. Yeah, it's like unethical no. yes. stuff. Very you much so. have to put it in a contract. It would be like betting on the end of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It'd be like betting on the end of Star Wars. You know how the Star Wars movie is going to end. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if any time you entered a movie theater to see a movie, betting on the finish of it. Yeah. And if you're the director. Right. And you're, you, you know, know or, or better yet, here's a better example. Betting on a movie that is on your TV at home. Not a new movie. An old movie. Because you know the result. You know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Like, we, you and me, are fans Mm -hmm. of wrestling. Yep. We, most of the time, off air, can figure out what is going to happen. It's pretty easy to put things together. Mm -hmm. So even if they're saying, oh, well, they're not going to know the results of the matches until hours beforehand. Just following a story, which is what they're supposed to do, you can figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. So is this going to make all the storytelling completely unsense, not make any sense at all? Because they're just going to try and get people out of their money? Like, to me, this is all around a bad idea. Right. And part of me thinks that this is nothing more than a publicity stunt to get their name out there. Because of the whole selling. Mm-hmm. And to get public just perception once again of WWE. Yeah. I guess it's true. I never thought about it. Used as kind of a selling tactic well, or something. And what else are we getting into, Travis? Mm-hmm. It's WrestleMania. It's the biggest time of the year for WWE. Do you don't not think that they want people like us, a sports show, to talk about how they're trying to get into sports betting? Mm-hmm. during their biggest time of the year right now? Right. Of course they do. Yeah. So part Pulling of in just, people left and right. And because, they got Logan Paul on the show this yeah, year. Yeah. Because think, think about it, Travis. The two states they said they're mentioning, Colorado and Michigan. Yeah. Those are not hubs for anything. No. Those are just... It's Colorado and Michigan. two random states. I mean, Colorado, I can see being a little more forward. You know, it was one of the first states to kind of legalize things. Mm -hmm. So I kind of maybe see why you kind of start there. But to me, it just doesn't doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you try to go to a place where you could, you know, a New York, a Boston, an L.A., like go somewhere bigger to get more people? And kind of right. your hotbeds as a company. Mm-hmm. But right, I am going to be interested to see how this goes. I am yeah. going to be following this. Mm-hmm. Because it, to me, yeah, it, 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 just, it just makes no sense at all. Yeah, I don't like it at all. But, hey, maybe someday, Travis, you can make some entertainment, real entertainment on entertainment. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean... 
they pass it in Colorado or Michigan, it would probably be only legal would, in those would, two states. It would take so. some time to get elsewhere, but if it yeah. gained traction, it, down it could elsewhere. And like we both know, Chicago is a big wrestling hotbed. It's a big wrestling market. Like it is, yeah. they would want to get there, I would think, soon to try and get people involved in it. So mm-hmm. I just don't think it's a good idea. I Man, just. Yeah. Yeah, it would just heavily influence the, the outcomes already. You know, for for example, one example was, you know, the one of the last events that they had of Roman and Sammy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, people would think that uh, Sammy would be this huge underdog. Yep. Well, you know, you have people who put some entertainment on Sammy mm-hmm. to win. Well, you know, that might influence, so, hey... Here's money coming in on Sammy, so maybe we should switch up the finish. Or worse, Travis, the story, as you and me have been following along, is that Roman should keep the title till Mania. Mm-hmm. That, that has to be it. Yeah. And so people go in and bet Roman's going to win. It makes yeah. no sense in the story for Roman to lose. And then he loses. Right. And if I lost money on that, especially if, because you and me have talked off air about this, especially if he lost it back the next night, back to Roman, and Roman regained it the next night, I'm pissed. Yeah. Because I just lost money mm-hmm. on something that made no sense and something that you went and changed the very next day. Right. To continue your story that you were doing. Yeah. That, to me, is an even bigger red flag than people putting money on the underdog. It's them putting money on the favorite. Because then when the favorite loses, yeah, then it's like, what do you mean? Like, this it, this was supposed to happen like this. Right. Yeah, and I guess it would be kind of how the lines would be decided yeah. or, or whatnot. You know, take, for example, just the WrestleMania match, you know, Roman versus Cody. Yeah. Who... Who you think would be the favorite there? You think Roman, who's been holding the belt for two years, but the story, the story heavily says Cody. leans Cody. Yes, and you and me know some other things that would make us think Cody for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. So if it's not Cody, then what happened? Right. What changed? Mm-hmm. I put money on this. I've now lost my money. Right. And. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I understand it opens up to a sports betting huge market. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are people just putting uh, money on stuff just to do it, just to just to gamble. Yeah. But yeah, I I think this opens up a whole can of worms. worms. Yeah. Don't like it. The the boogeyman can of worms. The upside and the negatives are not even. Yeah. It's it's really underbalanced. And yeah, so and I didn't think about the sale Yeah. as well and I, I think that's part of it. I think it's just to get the WWE name out there because I knew people would talk about it and go, How is that gonna work? How is that gonna make any sense at all? Right. And so to me that I, I got that article from the AP. They ran that article under yeah. their sports section on the AP. Yeah, so I saw it somewhere last that, night. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, oh, well, Eric and Travis are fans, so of course they found this. No. <laughs> like, this is an AP story that they are pulling. 
Mm-hmm. That tells me that it's getting into different places. Yeah, I can't remember where I saw it, but I, I saw it last yeah. night from uh, a major news source. Yeah. So to me, I just I don't like this. I, I think it's a bad move. I I don't see the enough of a benefit from it to outweigh the negatives. Mm-hmm. A yeah. perfect example from years past, Travis. All right. And again, I'm going to show my fandom here. Let's go back to WrestleMania 30 and Brock versus Undertaker. Yeah. Undertaker, the streak, hasn't lost at WrestleMania. 21 and 0. There's no way he's losing. Yeah, heavy uh, favorite. Heavy favorite. I'm putting money on Undertaker because there's no way. It's scripted. Yeah. He's supposed to keep winning. That is the story. Mm-hmm. Wait, he lost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Where'd my money go? Like that that was a slam dunk. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Not good. Yeah. Not good. Now, if not they're just here's my caveat. And again, we don't know everything yet. If they just make it prop bets. Right. Yeah. Then maybe I can get on board. If we're not picking actual winners and we're picking how is this match going to end or how many finishers or how many kickouts or whatever, how long is the match going to be over under this? I may be more on board with it, but just straight up having the odds of a winner and have someone being minus 200 and someone being plus 350. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm a little bit more okay with the prop bets. I'm still not okay with it. Yeah. Right. I guess I would be okay with that too. That's a better way to lean. It's than a just better way to leave than just doing and losses. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so that's it. Make you do that. Well, I did want to hit yes. up on the World Baseball Classic yes, quickly before we uh, get out of here. Uh, Cubs are better than all of Canada. There was an upset yesterday as Australia beat Korea. Wow. I want to say uh, Korea was a favorite in that one. High-scoring affair, three runs in the seventh, three runs in the eighth for Australia to uh, give them the win over Korea. And uh, then uh, the Netherlands, they're off to a 2-0 star. They beat Panama. Three to one as uh, Bogarts and uh, Provar go deep for Netherlands, picking up the win. And also uh, last night or early this morning, uh, China and Japan they did battle, and uh, Japan won eight to one. All thanks to the star of the show, Lars Newbar. Yes, as he was two for four, had a couple of walks, and also Otani did it at the plate and pitching as well. Yeah. Uh, he went four innings. He gave up only one hit, struck out five batters. He was also two for four at the dish, a double, a couple of walks, and two RBIs, and a run scored as well. And Newbar even stole a base yeah. as well as uh, Japan gets off the uh, World Baseball Classic 8-1 win over China. And then also an extra inning affair as Italy, they beat Cuba and uh, Cuba now 0-2, a start to the WBC in Italy, 6-3 to in extra innings and 10 innings. Is there a runner on second? Is there a pitch no. clock? No. No. Okay. The uh, World Baseball Classic that's not, not using. That's what I said the other day. Confusing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said the other day when I heard about the basically the old rules are being applied except for the DH is going to be throughout, but that's about it. Travis, I 
you asked me earlier, I think this week, are you excited for the World Baseball Classic? And I said no. Mm-hmm. And I, I found the, I, I realized the reason why. Why? The World Baseball Classic is a substitute because you won't let your players play in the Olympics. Mm, kind of, yeah. I would rather have them playing for a gold medal in the darn Olympics than a spring training tournament that does not carry the importance of an Olympics. Um, yeah, the I will definitely give you that. The, the Olympics are more important for sure, but yeah, I mean this is more this is more than just I know it's during spring training, but I don't see it as a spring training tournament. That doesn't mean a lot. I don't see it as that. But sure, no doubt the Olympics mean a gold medal mean more. Yeah, but I mean maybe ten years from now. I will agree with you because there'd be some prestige behind the World Baseball Classic. We're still, what, four tournaments in? Yeah, something like that. It It's not... It doesn't the last have one a prestige. Being, it doesn't, I remember the last one being good, though, and exciting. When was the last one? Oh, I don't know. Do they do it every two years or every four years? I think it was every two years, but... Maybe we didn't do it because of the pandemic. Well, what I was thinking is maybe we did it during the pandemic, and that's why it felt like a big deal, because it was live sports. Like, it's actually something no, live. I don't think they did it and during COVID because of the restrictions, and some countries had uh, stricter restrictions than others, because um, I know that the Pool A games are in Taiwan, uh, the Pool B with Japan and all that is in the Tokyo Dome. It's been going on for whatnot. 17 years, Travis. Yeah, so there you go. One, two, three, four, five tournaments. Last one was in 2017. Yeah, this is the say. fifth. Yeah, and say it's been a while. But and again, I will say that the reason why it felt like a big deal, Travis, is because USA won. Yeah, and it was exciting. And USA's stacked once again. and It was scheduled to happen in 2021, but it was postponed due to COVID. Yeah, right. And then it was supposed to be last year, but it was... The strike. Yep, the strike. Or impending strike, I guess. Yes. But uh, later on tonight, you got China against the Czech Republic. Czech Republic's first game, and Cuba trying to get it on the board as they'll take on a Panama and uh, bright and early in the morning, Japan, they're going to take on uh, Korea. Italy is going to square off against uh, Chinese Taipei. And then uh, later on, on Friday night, it's China and Australia and Panama, Italy. There. And uh, most of these games are on FS1, FS2, 2B, whatever that means. And, of course, we have to wait till Saturday uh, for USA's first game that apparently is sold out. They're at the uh, Chase Field and the Diamondbacks with Wayno on the mound. If you're a entertainment person, by the way, Travis, mm-hmm. uh, put uh, Japan in uh, the top four. All four years, Japan has finished in the top four. Oh, yeah. They've won it twice, finished third twice. Yeah. So Japan's got another good team. Yeah. Say, I still want it to be a gold medal. Puerto Rico. I think Venezuela is a sleeper, sleeper team that could be good. I uh, nope. 
I want it to be a gold medal. And, of course, Puerto Rico led by Yadier Molina. Great. That began on Saturday as well. Doing his Cardinal tryout for manager next year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I – no. To me, it's 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 nothing. It's Sorry. nothing. I may be I may be in the minority, and I'll accept that that I'm in the minority on this. But I would much rather have them competing in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that I know that can't happen because of when the Olympics are in the baseball season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd almost have to put it on pause, like like NHL hockey. does. Yeah. But at the same time, Travis. Could you not figure out a way to work it around the All-Star break? It's still going to last longer than the All-Star break. Yeah, it'd be two weeks. I don't think MLB could afford to pause If you started, start the season a week earlier, end it a week later. There's your two weeks. Hmm. Especially with the new format of you're playing everyone once. Like It's not like scheduling is a huge issue. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I just it feel it, it just doesn't feel, and and I think Travis because it's the only one who does it. You know what I'm saying? Like basketball, they don't have a national tournament. They have the Olympics. Hockey have the Olympics. Like all these other major sports have the Olympics, where yeah. they decide the best team for the country. Mm-hmm. And baseball's like nah. We're just going to make our own thing. We're just going to do our own thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, and to me, that makes it seem lesser. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I see some of your points. I just don't. I just don't know what you, I just don't know what you do to fix that. Right. And and yeah. you know, uh, again, give it some years, and it'll get some prestige. I still think four years, four tournaments in thirteen years. That's not even one every three, you know, that's about every three years or so. Yeah. It makes it not, if you want to do something like this, do it every other year or every year. Mm, yeah, I mean, but I think every two won't go years for that. Is, is MLB fine. won't go for that because these teams want these players healthy for, and, right. and that's what I am waiting for. We've already seen it this year. If, Shohei Otani gets injured in the World Baseball Classic and tears an MCL and is done for the year. Do you think after that, there's going to be a lot of people going, you know what? I don't think I'm going. (laughs) And I know what everyone says. The argument is, well, but he could get injured at any time. It's true. Yes, that's true. The Angels are paying him. Mm -hmm. If he's going to get injured, I'm sure the Angels would much rather was on their time and not Team Japan or Team America, or Team Cuba, or whatever team they're on. Yeah. If a player's going to get injured, I want it to get be on, you know, the team that's paying him. Yeah, luckily that hasn't happened yet. But the moment it it does... Might have to revisit. I think there will be some some owners specifically who are saying, you want this big contract? Especially with what we just saw out of the shortstop market... This past off season, you want thirteen years, six hundred million dollars. You cannot play in the WBC. Yeah. Because hmm. again, I know it's spring training, but 
spring training is to gear up for the season, right? It is, yeah. This would be like if NFL players, and I'm saying the important NFL players, some of the more noteworthy NFL players, decided during training camp, we're going to go play a football tournament. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Kind of, yeah. And everyone would go, have you lost your mind? I don't want you getting hurt. You're supposed to be on my team. You're supposed to be for the Bears or the Colts or whoever. Yeah, even though football is more physically demanding. But I, th- I use football as an example. You could say basketball. If during training camp, when you're supposed to be gearing up for the season, if LeBron James stepped away and said, yeah, no, I'm going to go play this pickup tournament you know, that we're doing for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it probably wouldn't fly. No, it wouldn't. And there, Stephen A. Smith would be up in arms about it. <laughs> you always find something to be up in arms about. It just, it feels like the timing is odd. Hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's no other, no really other time to do it. Couldn't you do it the end of the season? Couldn't you do it the end of October? I mean, these games no. are taking place in the West Coast or inside Dome Stadiums anyways. Yeah. I mean, that could... Uh, I, that could I don't know when all these other other leagues are with all these other countries. So I don't know when their seasons are, how it correlates. I understand what you're saying, but 75%, if not higher, of the players on this are from Major League Baseball. Yeah, right. But I I see what you're saying about the timing, but I just don't I just don't think there's an, any other better time than now during before the season. So unfortunately, I think that's where we are. And all right, well, that's where uh, we stand. We'll make sure to keep track of all the players who are in the WBC, and at the end of the year, see if they have the same numbers they did last year, we'll or see. did they get fatigued. Specifically, Goldschmidt and Arenado. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, come on, you can't expect yeah, Goldschmidt. You can't expect those two guys top three in the MVP to Wait do it again. Wait a minute, he just did it last year. I don't expect Goldschmidt to be an MVP again. Why not? You should. He's the franchise he can, of your team right now. He can't be any better than he was last year. He can be much worse though, and if he's much worse, and you can't blame the WBC for that. What's the diff? What What's the difference, Travis? Well, if his numbers are halved, mm-hmm. and he's on the DL significant time, you can't tell me it's wear and tear from being in a tournament as opposed to spring training where you're only playing three innings and then working out. Yeah, and this is definitely a high high level competition yes. because everybody's trying. So, I don't know. I'm I'm personally not going to blame it on All right. well, the we'll WBC. See. We'll see when when and Goldschmidt I'm not expecting, goes down. I'm not expecting Goldschmidt to be an MVP this season again. Maybe Arenado since he finished in the top three, but I'm not expecting Gold. I'm not expecting Goldschmidt to fall off a cliff with the numbers, but I don't expect him to be MVP again. If there's a at dip. least this next next season, if there's a dip, I'm telling you, it's because of the WBC. Hmm. Nothing else has changed. Other than the fact that, you know, the MVP and the only way to go is to back backtrack a little bit. So 
I, I'm not saying at the same level as last year. I'm I'm even giving them 25%, 30% of what they, you know, of a decrease. Mm. But anything more than that, you you can't tell me it's wear and tear on their body? Might be a little bit. It's playing at a high competition right out of the gate? Might be a little bit, but that was their decision. They could have chose not to compete. And again, this is where I think the owners need to step in and say, no, I'm paying you to be a St. Louis Cardinal, not to be Team USA. Yeah, that'd be hard to step in. Team USA is not paying your salary. I am. And when you get hurt, you affect my team. Yeah, I'm sure it was thoughts. Thoughts about that, but I just don't think that you want to be that that guy to publicly say that you can't play I'll for your country. I'll be that guy. He can't play Cardinals for your country. Cardinals hire me. I'll be that guy. I'll say it. <laughs> All baseball player teams. I'll say it if you want me to say it for your team. Mm-hmm. You can't go. We are paying you. You are too important to this franchise right now. You can't go. Mm. If they want to turn this into like the senior PGA and do this tournament with players that are free agents and use this as a free agent showcase, Travis, during this time of year, I'm fine with that. How many people would watch that, though, if they don't have the big names in there? We're talking about two different things. Are you wanting good baseball and you want people to watch? Or are you just wanting teams to compete? I mean, I want to watch good teams play good baseball. All right, we'll see you in October. I don't want to watch some free agent scrubs playing. I might as well watch some spring training then at that point. Exactly, which is what you should be watching. (laughs) That's the important thing right now is getting the chemistry with your team. Yeah. Especially this year, Travis, more than any other because all the rule changes. Yeah, I know. But, again, that's that's their decisions. And some players have opted uh, out of that and decided to uh, stick around with their teammates to uh, get better rapport with them. So that's their decision. That's their prerogative uh, there, whatever they wanted to do. So uh, I'm still going to be dialed in to the uh, WBC. And uh, so hopefully some of you will be uh, out there as well. But clearly Eric will not be. It's a sham. A sham. <laughs> it's it's Olympic light, like it's Olympic lights. It's it's a funny way to describe. It's a it. made up tournament. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of made up. It, it, it. I'm still gonna watch it though, and that's fine. And I'm glad you will. And again, as I said, give it a few more years because. You know, you talk about, well, you know, we don't want to put the season on hold to have the teams go over to the Olympics and stuff like that. I think a lot of European countries put their soccer season on hold for the World Cup. Well, that's because they hold the World Cup in high regard, and no, we just don't. Because this is not valuable. Thank you. How, how long how but how long of a tradition has the World Cup been going on and how long has the World Baseball Classic been going on? You can't even compare the two things. Exactly my point. One has prestige and cloud. But the World Baseball Classic is trying to get that. They're trying to get that prestige by having the top players in the world play and represent for their countries. So you can't even compare that. 
How long has the world has the World Cup been around? Longer than I have. Well, exactly. So that that's different. You can't. They're not even in the same league. With. And the soccer. World Baseball Classic never will be. Well, probably not, but they're gonna try. Yeah. They can try their best. Because even soccer pauses their season for the Olympics. Mm. Hockey pauses its season for the Olympics. They used to. When they let players go over there. Mm-hmm. But due to COVID, they did not. Yeah. We so don't know about the future. We don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see. We will. So, but, mm. Just let them go play in the Olympics. That's it. That solves this problem. Yeah, I mean, hey. I'm not mad now <laughs> if they just go play in the Olympics. Hey, maybe the MLB players do, but other people don't. I don't know. I haven't really looked into or, MLB or Here's my other solution for this, Travis, that would not make me as upset. You shorten spring training, and you start spring training after the World Baseball Classic. Have pitchers and catchers report to the World Baseball Classic, have them train there together with their WBC teammates, and don't start the rest of spring training until after the World Baseball Classic is over. Hmm. They're pushing the regular season back. But it, pushing the postseason. it makes it look awful when the Major League Baseball teams are beating these team representatives. Yeah. It looks bad that a last-place team like the Cubs – Beat Team Canada. Yeah. Team USA lost to the Giants. Yeah, it does. It doesn't look good. Like, why not do, you know, like I said, just have them play against WBC teams and just do that. And even if you just wanted to have, all right, pitchers and catchers report for MLB teams, but we're not doing any games until the WBC is over, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Hmm. Because I think that's the thing that that has me upset. We're not pausing spring training. Spring no, training is still going. going. So why can't we just pause it? Or why can't we start one after the other? Hmm. Because as you mentioned, oh, I want to watch good baseball. Do you not think Bally Sports would really love to have some good baseball on their programs right now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you really think that the Cardinals would like to sell out Roger Dean for their games? Yeah. Like, all these MLB clubs would love to have people show up to their games, too. Yeah. And they're losing all their marquee names. Pretty much, yeah. Because when people go to Chase Stadium to go see Team USA, the only people who are benefiting are the owners of Chase Stadium. Yeah. I guess. It's a fair... Fair point. Like, but. as, as again, as a fan of an MLB team, when it comes time for spring training, I want my players focused on my team because that's the start of their season. Right. When I hear pitchers and catchers report and we're having games with the Cubs logo on it, I want my team to be thinking about the Cubs and the upcoming season. I don't want them to take a break for three weeks to go represent whatever country. Yeah. I mean, this is coming from a guy that has the most 
players represented in the yeah. uh, World Baseball yeah. Classic. We're tied with the Mets, I think. Uh, the Cardinals and the Mets have the most representative, and I'm I'm fine with it as a fan. Go and represent your country, whether it's USA or like New Bar right, is right, with right. Japan right. and Edmond with Korea and whatnot. So, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't see a big issue. I'm fine with it. If the other, if the Cardinals, the Cubs still weren't playing, yeah. Because a perfect example, and I'm, I'm, we're deep in the podcast, so it's not like anyone. We are, yeah. Right now. I like didn't expect to be right this long a conversation on our old baseball class to close out the pod. I've been holding it in. But Travis, we are airing Cardinals games this weekend on our radio station. Yeah. Without any of those big marquee named Cardinal players, do you think a lot of people are going to tune in? Probably not. Probably Do you not think that makes our advertisers happy? Probably not. No. But I will say that uh, Friday's game is at 4.55. Yes. And 11.55 Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so I'm not sure what other – what we when USA know. plays again. Uh, but I do know that they play Friday at night, late night. Well, so. and I will say we do not know yet what station the Cardinals will be on based on U of I. Yeah. So guess it's true. stay updated on the website. We'll update you there. I guess that's true. All yeah. right, that's my final segue. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. And so let's get out of here and uh, let's get going uh, to that uh, Illinois game and uh, check on that uh, game that state as well. So uh, we'll be back to a report on that tomorrow. And we'll get you set for the weekend in the conference tournaments. And so. That's all coming up on a Friday show. So thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace out.